This is Point of View with Chris Berg. Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thanks so much for joining us here on this balmy, balmy Monday night. Coming up later in the show, we're going to sit down and visit with the chairman of Legalize ND, David Ohm. Tomorrow in the House, they're actually going to vote here in North Dakota. Should we legalize, legalize recreational marijuana or not? So we'll chat about that in just a moment. Now, last Saturday night, early Sunday morning, if you will, there was a triple shooting Outside the Bismarck Tavern in downtown Fargo, Fargo Police Chief David Zabolski held a press conference uh, earlier today saying the three people shot are recovering in the hospital. Thankfully, none of them appear to be suffering life-threatening injuries. Now, they're currently looking for a suspect named Brandon Roosevelt Grant. Police apparently cannot comment on the motive of the shooting at this time, but they're looking to locate Brandon Roosevelt Grant in connection with the shooting and say that he is armed and dangerous. So please contact the Red River Regional Dispatch if you've got any information on his whereabouts and also please do not approach him. Now because of this shooting outside the Bismarck Tavern uh, and other incidents that have been taking place at the Bismarck and or Empire Tavern earlier today, I sat down with Fargo City Commissioner Tony Garrick. He is now suggesting that the alcohol license at both these establishments should be yanked because of all the police calls that are going there. But also, uh, just tonight at the Fargo City Commission meeting, they're talking about getting rid of what's called the 100-foot rule. If you're like me, you go out to, a, you know, Hornbachers or Cash Rise or whatnot, and you're like, yeah, you know, maybe some wine with dinner would be good. And you're like, oh, that's right, I have to now drive to another place. Well, it's freezing outside. So, nah, maybe I'll pass on that. So he's saying, hey, let's get rid of this 100-foot rule. Let's be able to go to Hornbachers, Cash Rise, whatnot you know, and grab a wine or a six pack of beer. So they, he just put the motion up at the Fargo City Commission meeting moments ago, couldn't get a second. He couldn't get a second. So essentially at this point, the conversation squashed. They're gonna send it back to the uh, liquor board and go from there. But here's my conversation from earlier today with Fargo City Commissioner, Tony Garrick. Join us now, Fargo City Commissioner Tony Garrick. Commissioner Garrick, always great to see you. you. Got a Fargo City Commission meeting coming up tonight. I want to start with this. I think it was earlier today or recently, you put out an email saying, hey, the Empire and Bismarck have been given unlimited chances. Jim, the owner, should never own a license. This will be on the agenda Monday night meeting tonight. Why should he no longer have a license, in your opinion? The man has had numerous uh, chances. Um, if you Google the Empire Fargo, read the litany of, of uh, Inforum and KVLY uh, news articles about uh, bar fights and animal abuse and uh, a suspected gun, or uh, not gun, but uh, drug cases. And uh, in this case, now now a, sh a triple shooting outside of the, of the, uh, the, the, the uh, Bismarck. Uh, the man doesn't follow the rules. So if you can't uh, have a business that's safe for the people who go there, uh, we, we need to hold people to the same standard we hold everybody else to. And we're not holding the Empire and the Bismarck up to the same standard we're holding everybody else to, up to. When someone applies for a liquor license in the city of Fargo, we put them through uh, a, a long process of background checks and, you know, your, your credit history and, and your criminal history and, and the owners get put through the ringer. Let's put this guy through the ringer. Let's, let's look at his past, look at what they've done, and they no longer deserve a license. We had a liquor control meeting on Wednesday of this week. And at that meeting, we talked about how an, an employee of his at the Empire, and by the way, he owns both these, these and, places. And we're going to get to that. I've got the clip from the Fargo police chief. So if you want me to play that, I'll play that so you can have some context. But I also want to share this with you because I posted this on Facebook earlier today. 
Here's what some people are saying. You can see Travis Blair says, okay, so how is it the bar owner's fault that somebody shot a firearm in the back of said establishment? Or am I missing something? Jim runs a Silver Star establishment. Great example of liquor on-off sale and bar entertainment has been doing so for over 40 years. I was under the impression he literally wrote many of the code. What am I missing here? And some people are saying, you know, unless it's crystal clear beyond the reasonable doubt, the bar owner is responsible for the person pulling the trigger. The answer is no. They're they're saying to you, like, okay, so now are you going to also be able to sue gun manufacturers, you know, in the case of what some people are suggesting, if there's a firearm-related death? So what say you to Travis and Jim here? If this was happening in a vacuum and this was a situation like that happened at a different bar where someone got stabbed, uh, and it happened, you know, once, and this is something that's rare and hasn't happened before, then fine. I understand that. But we get the cops called to the Empire and the Bismarck every weekend, if not every day, uh, that we have this. There is there is traffic uh, uh, as tall as me of, 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 of issues we've had with the Empire just this year. So far this year, we send cops there every day. It's, it's time to end this. They're over-serving. Their employees are getting drunk while they're at work. No, you, you cannot. If you can't run an establishment that follows the rules, you can't have a liquor license. There is no right to have a liquor license in City of Fargo. It is a privilege to have that license. Uh, so there are there are there are people waiting in line to get that license, and that and the City of Fargo actually makes it so there's only so many available. So if this person can't have a, an establishment uh, that that follows the rules, you're not allowed to have an establishment then. But so, I'm not I'm not going to apologize for that. By the way, I'm not sorry. That I got mad because three people got shot outside of this bar, uh, and then, and then the, the week before that, one of the employees uh, uh, got aggressively. So, so, so let me. And the week before that, someone else got punched in the face. And the week before that, someone was swinging a dog okay. at okay. the bar. So, so, you know, I'm not sorry for that, sir. Let me just <clears throat> here. And many, I mean, you're talking about shootings and fightings, and I mean, so there's yeah. a lot of people obviously that get shot and injured or killed with firearms. Do you want? I want to ban firearm license from people as well. I don't see that at all in the same way because firearms aren't. If I have a firearm in my house and someone gets shot with, with, a, with a firearm, I'm in trouble for that, right? If you're at my house and you get shot by a gun, I'm in trouble for that. This is a private establishment. And, and I want to see what you say, because obviously it's a constitutional right. We're owning a liquor license is, is not. So um, I do want to get to some other comments here, but I also want to give people some context. As you mentioned, the Fargo police chief at the city uh, liquor meeting on Wednesday. And I want to share with our audience here, this is a little bit about what Fargo police chief Zabolski said about as, as Commissioner Gehrig's uh, inferring here, some repeated calls to the Empire, the Bismarck, and here's what uh, the police chief had to say. On January 23rd, we responded to the Empire Tavern uh, early morning hours for a fight outside, and it turned out that one of the persons involved was an employee who had been working and uh, was subsequently arrested and had a BAC of uh, over 0.4. Um, that person, according to the owner, has since been fired. So I'm going to play the rest of this, Commissioner Gary. I just want you to respond first. An employee, and it's not 0.04, a 0.4 blood alcohol content. What say you? 0.4 is near death. I mean, that, that would kill a lot of people. Uh, so obviously he's saying this, this person was working and then they apparently they were off when they got in a fight. Uh, but this person was obviously drinking at work, which is not legal, by the way. They should not be doing that. And any server caught doing that should be fired. Uh, the week before this, by the way, he, he's probably get to it, I think, in the rest of this clip. Yeah, so they, fired, they fired another employee just before this uh, for getting in, getting in the face of a police officer. Let, um, me, so, let, me play this, let me play this clip, and then you can respond, okay? However, uh, during that same time frame, we also have had several contacts with a different employee, uh, which on different occasions, law enforcement has entered the tavern for different types of investigations. And on two occasions, this employee immediately 
uh, became confrontational and aggressive towards our officers. At one of the instances, uh, he had to be held back by co-workers as he was yelling and uh, becoming aggressive at the officers for reasons unknown. Uh, I'm uncertain of the status of that employee with uh, Empire, but I think it's important for the board to be aware of for whatever reason, this particular tavern seems to have either uh, not appropriate accountability or vetting of their employees, but certainly expect an employee to be charging in our officers as soon as we walk in the establishment. Um, and certainly I wouldn't think we would have an employee at the bar uh, working at an extremely inebriated state. What say you, Commissioner? It speaks for itself. And, and the problem is, like I said, this is not a vacuum. This is not a one-off. This is not, oops, that happened, I'm sorry. It's a, it's, this is happening year after year. One of those comments was he's had a bar since for 40 years. For 40 years, this has been happening. Um, so if this was another business, it, they wouldn't have a business here in Fargo. For whatever reason, this guy gets a, he gets a pass. And I, I have no idea why. We have had more police contacts in this bar than any other. We continue to give more resources from the, from the public to this bar and these bars, by the way, he owns, uh, than any other. And we, we, we just turned a blind eye and assume like it's not happening. And then when someone brings up the idea of maybe pulling the license, like maybe we should take a look at this and maybe we should suspend it, have a review, and then vote on a, a five, you know, a five commissioner board to see if you should continue having that license. All of a sudden you're the bad guy. I'm not the bad guy. I'm the guy who's finally speaking up and saying, this man does not deserve a liquor license. I will never vote for him to get another one ever again. And as long as I'm a commissioner, I will have that stance. So what, what's your, I know it's a guess here, but what would you guess as to why he continues to get it renewed? Because I know there are a lot of calls that go down to the Bismarck and the Empire. Well, there are commissioners who are supporting him. And, you know, you obviously got that email from a commissioner because that's who the, the email went out to. So there was a commissioner out there who wants to wants this to go public and wants to try to embarrass me. I'm not sorry. I'll send another email right now and saying, I still believe that this man should lose his license. And any, any establishment that he's a part of should also lose their license. He needs to be removed from all liquor licenses in the city of Fargo. And if you're a city commissioner and you're supporting him, I want to hear a damn good reason why he should keep, uh, keep his licenses given so, his awful, awful record in the city of Fargo. So just to be clear, you sent this email to commissioners and you believe some commissioners and or the mayor forwarded that to media to embarrass you? Who do you think it was? I have no idea, but that email didn't go to the public. It went It went to, uh, it went to the uh, other people in the city here. All right. Um, so also one of the things you're going to be talking about tonight is there's this 100-foot rule from the 1970s. And I yeah. chuckled because it, like, I'll be honest, like I go to one of the local grocery stores. I'm like, hey, maybe I'll have some wine with dinner tonight. I'm like, oh, no, it's 30 below and I have to go drive somewhere else to get that. Yeah. Maybe I won't. So what's on the agenda tonight? What do you need to do to change this? So I brought up to look at control the same thing that we were talking about. And I said, hey, can anyone tell me why, why this is on the books? Like, is there a good reason why you need to have a liquor store 100 feet away from any other establishment, basically. Um, and the, 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 what came out from Steve Sprague, our city assessor, was, well, back in the 70s, they didn't want beer in gas stations. So they made this rule up saying that you have to be 100 feet away from a grocery store, a gas station, or the like, or retail, or, or whatever, in order to get a liquor license. Well, there's no reason for that. Um, and no one can give me good cause why it should be on a book. So I, what I'm asking the city commission to do tonight is to just remove it. If no one can give a good reason why it's there, we should get rid of bad laws, keep good laws, and enforce the good laws, by the way, which we're not doing. Um, so uh, let's 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 get rid of this one and let's allow the free market to work. There are only a handful of people in the city of Fargo who own a Class B liquor license, which is the off sale. And the people who, who have them currently do not want to see more of them because that's more competition. 
But this is not the city. The city government is not here to protect your liquor license. It's here to allow the free market to work. It's here to allow people to have their liberty and their freedom. And if people want to compete with you in the free market, then that's 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 more than than reasonable to do. So we should remove the bad laws and allow these things to happen. And here's one of the things you said at the uh, liquor meeting on Wednesday, and we'll talk about it on the other side. Posted an article about this on Facebook, and Mandy George, a commissioner in West Fargo, replied, "Let the commission and liquor control board keep voting this stuff down, and let West Fargo continue to benefit." So they're laughing at us, really. You go on essentially to say, like, guys, we're costing ourselves, you know, economic opportunity here. True. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about jobs. We're talking about opportunity. And when people say that there's <clears throat> too many off sales in the city of Fargo, it really depends where you live. If you live in South Fargo, there's very few opportunities or very few options for you down in South Fargo. You live downtown, obviously, there's going to be more of those options, just like there's more restaurants and bars. Uh, in the city of Fargo, we have about one off sale every, uh, give or take, 10,000 people. In Grand Forks, it's one every 2,500 people. So we are four times more restrictive in Fargo than in, than in Grand Forks. Crazy. All right. So last question for you, because coming up next, we're going to talk about there's a, a vote tomorrow on the North Dakota House for to potentially legalize recreational marijuana. What's your point of view on that? Legalize it. Prohibition doesn't work. Um, <clears throat> so I'm someone in the Air Force. I, I don't smoke pot. I don't want to smoke pot. Uh, but I don't see the reason to put people in jail for it. Uh, tax it, regulate it. I agree with Rockport on this on this issue. Tax it, legalize it, um, regulate it. Make sure, you know, treat like alcohol. If you if you if you're an adult. Uh, you want to smoke something in your house? Smoke something in your house. I don't care. Uh, there should be there should be DUI. There should be all those rules the same way with marijuana. Uh, but the prohibition has failed. It has failed for for decades, and we're putting good people in jail for basically having a drink. Man, what is going on on this show tonight? We're talking about having more alcohol, and you say, <laughs> geez, geez, okay, let's wrap it up here, folks. <laughs> Last government is better, Chris. Last government is better. I, I, I know. I, I'm just yeah. trying to a little bit of levity because you know it's like. These are obviously big conversations. So far, we see the commissioner, Tony Garrig. Always great to have you. We appreciate the time and the insight. All right. We'll see you. All right. Stay with us. Coming up next year, we're going to visit with David Owen. There is going to be potentially a house tomorrow on the North Dakota House 4 to uh, say yay or nay to a bill that would legalize recreational marijuana here in the great state of North Dakota. Stick around. As always, please share your point of view with us. We heard there from Commissioner Garrig. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back.